Terry Hempelman's back with us again. It's nice to have him return. He is an actor. We talked to him before when he was at the Guthrie for Sweat. He is now taking part in the, the latest Guthrie presentation, which is Shane, which is at the McGuire Presidium stage. And kind enough to join us today to talk about that. Hey, Terry, how are you today, my friend? Well, howdy, partner. Let's talk westerns. <laughs> well, we should talk the little bit, the abrupt change that you're doing here. Because was was Sweat the last show that you did oh, before this one? Yeah, at the Guthrie. Yeah, that was the last show last summer. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're an actor, and you're a good actor, because you, you, you're going from... Uh, basically blue collar steel mill, you know, steel mill area kind of worker to a, a classic Western. Uh, how many Westerns have you, have you done many Westerns on, on stage before? Uh, let me think for a second. Never, never. <laughs> well, I actually thought about that. If I can, it is remarkable considering that in the 1950s, Westerns were the thing, you know, you had the, the, the books, you had the TV, you had the movies, but all of a sudden, it dawned on me, it's like, they, I mean, there's a few like Oklahoma and stuff like that that kind of got adapted, but you never saw the massive crossover to live theater. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I would say in defense of us theater artists, you know, it's kind of tough to put wagon trains and <laughs> uh, and a guy falling off of the upper uh, balcony in the bar, you know, crashing through the railing in the bar fight and, and horses and stuff like that. I think might be one of the challenges, but I mean that's that's some of the stuff that we love about westerns. But what we also love is the characters, and that's just that's just uh, fertile ground for what we do in the theater. You know, uh, Shane is a beloved western classic. Um, it, is, is this the first time it's been developed for the stage? That I know of, yeah. And I mean, it, it's, it's true. I, I, I wasn't joking. It's like, I, I've never been involved with a Western for the state, so it's just not done. And, um, or, you know, in, in, just in the last few years, we were sort of getting some news of, of other productions being developed. But yeah, uh, hardly any at all, and certainly not Shane. I've never heard of, of any, anyone trying to do that on the stage. And it is a classic story. Um, I, I remembered it vaguely, but uh, we encountered people along the way, audience members and people who worked on the project, who uh, Shane was such a, a touchstone for their youth. You know, you, it was often a, a novel that you read as a young adult or a movie that you saw, and, uh, you know, with the, with the young man who's the narrator at the center of it, le- leaves a lasting impression on people that they, you know, that they still, when they, whenever, when they have come to see our show or, or even people who were working on it would speak passionately about the impression that Shane made on them growing up. It's wild. <laughs> the if you don't mind taking a, just a few minutes here to to talk, why don't you briefly? Why don't you give us a little bit of the story, the background of Shane? Well, uh, it's it's a classic western. There's a, a family of homesteaders. Um, they are uh, working hard, but uh, facing tough horses and in uh, cattle ranchers and uh, people who have uh, designs on. Uh, uprooting them from their little toehold that they have on their homestead. And a mysterious stranger comes to town. And uh, you, you, you learn a little bit about him, but there's a lot you don't know. And you realize that something really, really tough 
is going to need to be done and that this mysterious stranger might be the only one who can do it. And uh, stay tuned to see what happens. <laughs> That's all we're going to say about the plot. Uh, Jack, Sh- yeah. the novel is by Jack Schaefer, but as yeah. the Guthrie does, and they do brilliantly, uh, it's been updated a little bit. Karen Zacharias, uh, part yeah. of New Perspective here. Talk a little bit about that because it's not necessarily the Western that people might remember. And and yet, I mean, there, I think there's a lot of talk about this. And the the genius of our playwright Karen Zacharias is uh, she is uh, uh, her family were immigrants from Mexico, and she tells this story of reading this novel as many other you know pe- sixth graders I think she was read it and being so uh, impacted by it, and and even she says that she the mysterious stranger. She pictured in her mind, because it's not particularly described in any other way, she pictured her her baseball hero, Roberto Clemente. (laughs) (laughs) She pictured Shane as Roberto Clemente. And so the beauty of the way that she has reimagined it uh, is that uh, more people are included in the story that were included in the uh, the Old West. Uh, Fully one-half of the cowboys in the 19th century were either Latino or black, whereas in our uh, uh, Hollywood movies, that's just hardly ever seen. So just by uh, just by including someone in that, without doing any preaching or saying uh, anything about it, I've spoken to people already who have seen the show, that that meant so much to them, and now all we're doing is telling the same story, but everybody feels like it's about that. And it's the same story, you know, as far as updating the story. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, I think she's really held on to the beauty of what a Western is and just made it so that, uh, everyone realized that this can be part of their, uh, history and their, their lore, you know, their folklore, the, 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 the characters of the Old West. Yeah. Well, and as you describe it there, I mean, the history of the area, I mean, you had a lot of, of, of blacks who were skating, escaping slavery moving to the West and where they were able to, to kind of establish themselves there. And, of course, the Western United States were, was, you know, part of Mexico for a while. It's, it's, it's got a large yeah. Hispanic history here. So it's easy to see if you actually know the history. And as you said, I think that, that, that whitewashing that happened in the 50s and 60s of what the West was like doesn't do it justice. And this is not nearly as, as, as some people would come back in and say this is not nearly the reach that some people think it is yeah and so but but once again the beauty uh, the genius of, of our playwright is that just just with the um you know including some other people in the cast she's able to tell the, the same story and and make you realize that it's 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 so, it's so much more universal than uh, that it might have appeared with with uh with uh, the whitewashing, as you said, of the Hollywood movies, so um, that's exciting that uh, that uh, uh, more people can say, "Oh, that's me in that story," and the story, and and then we can get back to just telling this great story and getting you caught up in the the drama of what's going to happen and the the uh, the uh, inexorable uh, fate, you know, that you see in these westerns. That it's sort of. Uh, you know, it's like a train ride. You get on, and you know where it's going, and you know something's going to happen, and you can't look away. You know, and so that's really exciting to do it in the theater. We, we're having a ball doing that. Yeah. And and forgive me, Zachar- Zacharias, uh, Karen Zacharias. This is her second play. She's done at the Guthrie now. 
yeah. It, you know, it, it's it's the first one. Did she do the same thing? To your knowledge, did she do the same thing where she took an established piece and then and kind of updated it with much more, well, frankly, realistic expectations? I mean, was that or was that an original play she did the first time? My understand. My understanding is that Native Gardens, the the play that was at the Guthrie a few uh, right before the pandemic, was uh, an original creation, mm-hmm. and it's one of the uh, most done plays in America today. Um, so. What what a treat for us to be in the room because we were working on this script. You know, sometimes we actors we go in and you have a Shakespeare play or something, and we begin the first day uh, learning the lines, figuring out what we're going to do, uh, practicing the the stage combat or the dances or whatever. This play, she was there with us working on the script, and uh, she's such an amazing, generative, generous, collaborative person. You know, she would say to me, Terry. Uh, what do you think about this line? And I just can't believe it. One of the, one of the most produced playwrights in America today is uh, there with us, being generous, um, being open to ideas, and uh, really a tremendous collaborator. Uh, it, it was just a tremendous uh, process, as we say, you know, working on this play. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, the sign of someone who's, who's really good because, I mean, it takes the, the input from everyone, and I think – you know, that's what you're describing here is someone that understands this is not just them. It's it's a lot of people involved here. Uh, Terry Hempelman joining us right now. Your characters you play uh, uh, in, in the play, do you, do you care to share? How much can you share about them? I don't want to give away anything. So how much can you share about uh, the characters you play? Yeah, I, I'm having a ball. Uh, my first guy is a uh, is a farm implement salesman. And uh, and uh, it's, a, it's a great scene where we... Uh, we see some of the <laughs> some of the challenges that these homesteaders face uh, with a slick talking uh, farm implement salesman who is trying to uh, trying to put one over on uh, on our on our hero Joe Starrett or, or his family and um, and but we also get introduced to the fact that Shane might uh, be able to help out as he intervenes in that scene and. Um, so that's my first guy, and uh, then the, the other guy that I play is the, the saloon keeper, Sam Grafton, and uh, he's uh, he is right out of the old west. I hope that people, when they when they see me as Sam Grafton, just it just takes them right into the the great characters of uh, that uh, you might find in any western, and uh, so I'm just, I'm just having a ball with you know stuff that. We, as as a kid, you know, you would grow up and watch these westerns and sort of act it out. And I feel like I'm kind of getting to do that. Mm-hmm. And on the Guthrie stage, it's pretty it's pretty much a trip. Well, and then let's talk about that as well. Okay, so you, you they did the Hamlet over on the thrust stage. That was pretty spectacular as far as staging goes. Uh, they yeah. they did possibly one of the greatest stagings I've ever seen in Murder on the Orient Express. You said it when we began this. This is not generally a genre uh, that you see develop for the stage because shootouts, <laughs> wagon trains, horses, these are not easy things to to kind of take care of on you know on a stage and convey as easy as yeah. possible. Talk a little bit about the staging. How are you able to pull this off? Yeah, so so the way I would describe it is that we we create a poetic world where um, we are telling the stories that uh, that uh, we know and love from this uh, much beloved western but we had to come up with a style to do it and so um, I don't, were you able to have you seen the production yet no I'm going on uh, Saturday I'm going on Saturday to see it okay 
So, so uh, through the lighting and the stage, um, uh, the the set design and the movement that the actors do, we have created uh, a uh, what I would call a poetic world where uh, where the action from a western can take place and. I don't know. I, without a spoiler alert, it's just uh, we have a tremendous creative team. Mm-hmm. The lighting is, is has borrowed a lot from the world of dance. Okay. So, so uh, not to be too technical, this is kind of a deep dive into my world. But the, a lot of the lighting is horizontal, if you can picture that, rather than vertical. So, rather than the lights being overhead, a lot there's a lot of lighting from the side, and it just gives a quality to the movement that is dramatic, it's high contrast, and then along with movement that is oftentimes stylized, we had a tremendous, one one of the creative, we had a director, a writer, of course, we also had a movement director, Vanessa uh, Severo, who who has created a sort of vocabulary of movement that that puts us in in a little bit of a stylized world that uh, the director has even, in my conversation with him, he has said it's a, it's a little bit like Greek drama. So, uh, and that lends itself to this Western kind of a narrative where it's, it's iconic characters. You, you can sometimes see the evil that's coming, but there's nothing you can do about it. And, and you, you follow the story. Uh, that, that, that's part of the thrill of it is, is going into that. So, so it's dramatic. It has a dramatic look to it. It has a stylized movement to it, and uh, I think it's, if you come to see it, you're going to see a really original piece of theater telling a story that you know and love. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Does that make sense? No, well, I, 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 I've got great faith within the Guthrie. They put they yeah. put on productions that I, I have spent my life. I've I've been in bigger cities, small towns. I've been out there. I, I mean, outside of New York, uh, you know, and, and some Chicago stuff, I don't know of a theater that consistently hits another park with the staging as they do. And the lighting, as you describe it, I think conveying that to the audience is they do it so well. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing this presentation. Um, if you don't mind me asking, Terry, something a little bit away from this for a quick second here, because someone just he did message me. He's like, how are they, are they? I thought the actors were on strike. Uh, you're having the presentation. Uh, we probably want to clear this up. Uh, the, the, the actors union that's on strike is the, the TV and, and movie people. The, the, the yeah. theater actors are, present, are represented by a completely different group, correct? Well, yeah, and we, um, you, you, you are correct there. We fully, there are two separate unions. The union that the, the stage actors belong to is Actors' Equity. And the the union that is on strike is SAG AFTRA, which were the Screen Actors Guild and the uh, Association of Film, TV, and Radio Actors. Um, so there there are two different things: the stage actors and the on camera and uh, radio people. We stage actors fully support our brothers and sisters in the Screen Actors Guild in their strike uh, to to um, help settle some of these issues around um, use of the material, use of our likeness for, you know, who knows what, uh, because media is changing so much. So a likeness can be streamed, um, uh, you know, 
in many different forms, and and our union is trying to get a hold on that so that so that people cannot make money off of our likeness mm-hmm. without us getting anything from it. And the other thing that is scary is the AI thing. We don't really know how far and wide that is going to go. Certainly, it's a concern for the writers, but um, with actors too, where someone's likeness is essentially cloned and then put into the background of another picture or something without the the person whose likeness it is being paid for it or even notified, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, and, and those two issues are not really an issue for the stage actors, at least at this point, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. so, the, so, so we stage actors are not out on strike, but we do fully support many of us. I'm, an, I'm a member of both unions. Yeah, I'm a member of the State Actors Union and a ma- member of SAG-AFTRA, um, and I fully su- uh, support uh, the people working picket lines. And I think it's uh, it's uh, if you want to hear some rousing rhetoric, listen to Fran Drescher, the president of the union, uh, speaking about what the issues are and how how important it is to to uh, to the survival of this business and the survival of artists. Who, who create this work? Yeah. I had Patty Vasquez out of Chicago, who's out there working as a as a as a lead out there about this issue. Yeah, I know it's a huge issue. Every one of your actors, almost every time, there's always someone there that's they're all basically working in theater, but they're also working in TV and radio. So I know this is affecting all of them. All my best to everyone involved in this. Uh, I'm 100 percent on your side. This whole AI thing, as you said, it's not affecting theater yet. But if, if this is not defined right now, it's going to. And I think I'm 100% on board with that. But once again, it's, it's a great way to, to help support. I mean, as you lose possible, while this with strikes going on, possible jobs with other area, by seeing you at the Guthrie, it's one way we can help support all the actors that are there who are, uh, you know, part of that theater union. So I, I appreciate all you guys do. Well, Matt, I appreciate you saying that. And um, uh, I, I just want to say to the listeners, if, if you do get a chance to come out and see live, live theater, um, uh, I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you, because the last three years have been challenging for us um, career-wise, but just challenging for my soul. It's what I love doing. <laughs> and um, I know my, my colleagues feel the same way, and we have ha- we've been having great houses over there at the Guthrie. Um, there are tickets available, but we've been having great houses, and and I just it means so much to me that this, the people of Minneapolis are coming out and supporting live theater, and God, we we love that, we love that. It, you know, um, many of the there's three of the in our cast that are local, three three, and then two uh, essentials, and uh, um, but the other people I think are just getting a taste of how great this community is and how supportive it is to our performing arts and especially the theater and so uh, to your listeners i just thank you if you're out there seeing live theater means the world to us shane is at the guthrie it runs till august 27th so runs through pretty much all the way up to the state fair go get tickets i'm going to go see it on saturday come on out see it with me on saturday terry hempelman terry anytime you want to come back man you are always welcome back on the show i will always give you a platform okay I appreciate it, Matt. And as I come to, come by the stage door, I'll say hi if you come to the show. I will do that. I'll come on by and say hi to you, okay? 